Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022, and this is day 1743 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we honor you, and praise you with all that is within us. There is none like you. Thank you for being our mighty deliverer, our healer, our our comforter, or everything that we can ever need or desire is in you. And I thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is, who are you? Who are you? Who has God called you to be? Who are you? Maybe at times, we may not even realize it, but we've got on a mask and pretending to be someone else simply because maybe we've been hurt before. Maybe it's out of fear. Maybe it's because this is the way that you've been instructed to be from the time you were born. You feel like this is what I need to do to please everyone else. Well, God wants you to be truly who he's created you to be. We're going to be coming out of Esther chapter 1, verses 1 through 20. One of my favorite people in the Bible, Queen Vashti, or Vashti. Uh, and uh, let's, ju- let's just dive in. Esther chapter 1, starting at verse 1. It says, this is what happened during the time of Xerxes. The Xerxes, who ruled over 127 provinces, stretching from India to Kush. At that time, King Xerxes reigned from his royal throne in the citadel of Susa, and in the third year of his reign, he gave a banquet for all the nobles and officials, the military leaders of Persia, the media, and the princesses, and the nobles of the provinces were present for a full 180 days, he displayed the vast wealth of his kingdom and the splendor and glory of his majesty. Yep, you heard me, or you heard the word. (laughs) He partied for six months. He displayed his wealth, and this is something that kings would do a lot of times before war to show uh, how great and powerful they were. And so it says, uh, when these days were over, the king gave a banquet lasting seven days in the enclosed garden of the king's palace for all the people from the least to the greatest who were in the citadel of Susa. So this is for the regular folks. They get a seven day party. (laughs) The garden had hangings of white and blue linen fastened with cords of white linen and purple material to silver rings on marble pillars. There were couches of gold and silver on mosaic pavement of potpourri, marble, mother of pearl, and other costly stones. Wine was served in goblets of gold, each one different from the other, and the royal wine was abundant in keeping with the king's liberality. (laughs) 
<laughs> so they could have as much as they wanted to drink, right? And all of their individual gold goblets. By the king's command, each guest was allowed to drink with no restrictions, for the king instructed all the wine stewards to search each man, to serve each man what he wished. Queen Vashti also gave a banquet for the women in the royal palace of King Xerxes. On the seventh day, when King Xerxes was in high spirits from wine, so he was drunk, uh, he commanded the seven eunuchs who served him, Mahuman, Bista, Harbana, Bigtha, Abagatha, Zethar, and Caucus to bring before him Queen Vashti. It's interesting <laughs> that it took all of them, seven eunuchs, to bring in one person. That's interesting to me, but hey, that's how it worked, right? Uh, so he instructed them to bring in Queen Vashti wearing her royal robe, her royal crown, in order to display her beauty to the people and nobles, for she was lovely to look at. But when the attendants delivered the king's command, Queen Vashti refused to come. Then the king became furious and burned with anger, since it was customary for the king to consult experts in matters of law and justice. He spoke with the wise men who understood the times. <laughs> And were closest to the king. You know, it's interesting to me that instead of him going in and say, honey, why aren't you coming out? He, he can, this is, I guess, how they did it. You know, he, he consulted with uh, the people that gave him advice. And that was, their names were um, uh, Karshina, Shethar, Admatha, Tarshish, Mary, Maris, uh, Marcina, and Mamukin, the seven nobles of Persia and Media, who had special access to the king and were highest in the kingdom. So these were the nobles. Mm. According to law, what must be done to Queen Vashti? He asked. She was not, she has not obeyed the command of King Xerxes that the eunuchs have taken to her. Then Mamukin replied in the presence of the king and nobles, Queen Vashti has done wrong. Not only against the king, but also against the nobles and all the peoples of all provinces of all the provinces of King Xerxes, for the queen's conduct will become known to all the women, and so they will despise their husbands and say, King Xerxes commanded Queen Vashti to be brought before him, but she would not come. This day, this very day, the Persian and Median women of the nobility who have heard about the queen's conduct will respond to all the king's nobles in the same way. There will be no end of disrespect and discord. Therefore, if it pleases the king, let him issue a royal decree and let it be written in the laws of Persia and Media, which cannot be replaced, that Vashti is never again to enter the presence of the of King Xerxes. Also let the king give her royal position to someone else who is better than she. <clears throat> then when the king's edict is proclaimed throughout all vast throughout all his vast realm, all the women will respect their husbands from the least to the greatest. 
So it really wasn't about the fact that she didn't want to come out. No one even tried to decide or determine or figure out why. Was she sick? Was something wrong? You know, instead they just come up with this meeting and then this law to banish her, kick her out of the kingdom of, you know, yeah, of the king, kick her out of his palace. And the nobles were more concerned about what their wives would do based upon what Queen Vashti did. So let's go. Let's go to my notes here. Point number one. Have you ever lost your true identity trying to be what others wanted you to be? Or even counted yourself out of something that you're gifted to do because you felt intimidated by those in that area of expertise? Maybe you did not feel pretty enough tall enough. Maybe you felt you were not the right race or size. God wants us to see ourselves as he sees us, beautifully and wonderfully made by him in his image. That's who you are. And don't you ever forget it. Stop measuring yourself by the world's standards and begin to understand that you are royalty. We are heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. We are God's children. We belong to the kingdom of God. Don't ever, ever forget that. That's your identity right there. You're a child of the king. Point number two, now that we have a clear understanding of where we come from and who we are, it's time to begin doing what God has called us to do. Sometimes God will allow something to shake us up to help us realize who we are and who we are not, to motivate us to say no to those things or people that are not of God or that are not part of his plans for your life. Oh, you will definitely shake things up with your answer or stance on the matter. Just as Queen Vashti did, when she risked her life, her status, her luxurious and wealthy lifestyle by telling the king no. It sounds like she got sick and tired of being sick and tired of being someone that she refused to be. You know, I am not your eye candy. I am not someone that you just can come pull out and have me sashay in front of your drunk friends uh, to be this person that you think I am. I am someone greater than that. And she was willing to give up everything. And she did. (laughs) She could have even been put to death for refusing the king's request. That's just how serious it was to her. And it should be the same for us. It shouldn't be about money or prestige or, you know, uh, status or uh, things. It should just simply be about who God created us to be and begin doing that comfortably. I was looking at a talk show a couple of days ago and the young lady that I have seen in movies, but I really didn't know her. I didn't know much about her. Her name is Letitia Wright. And uh, she played in Black Panther. And she played the Black Panther's sister in the movie. And uh, in the new movie, Wakanda Forever, she plays an even bigger part. And you really get to see her acting chops. She's really good. 
but she shared, she came on the show and I didn't know anything to expect. I really wasn't even looking at the show that well, but when I heard her say something, it got my full attention. And the interviewer said, you've gone through a lot and you made up your mind to even leave your acting career, something you wanted since you were a child. And she said, why did you do that? She said, well, God, this is what she said. She said, God showed me something about myself. I'm I'm paraphrasing, okay? God showed me something about myself and how I felt like I was not good enough in this world of entertainers and and I felt like I wasn't pretty enough at times. I just didn't feel good about who I was. And God wanted me to just sit down and and leave the career. And and so I did. And she said, and he he showed me myself. She was sharing how how that encounter and that time with God. And um it just it was just beautiful um to hear her share this. And then she said, Then the Lord showed her who she was and she embraced that and understood the value in which, you know, God created in her. And and she went back to doing her acting. And then while on the set of doing this movie, Wakanda, which I did see Wakanda Forever, it was really good. And when she uh, went back to do that movie, she got injured and, and had to sit out for three months or at least three months. And her mom, when she got home, just opened her arms to her and said, I'm so sorry. And and she said, you know what? It's God's way of of sitting me down and, and getting my attention. And she said, after that, I came back even stronger. She said, and then the Lord gave me uh, something to do, gave me, you know, she's She's producing a movie about t- true tw- a true story about twin sisters and how God put on her heart uh, how she was accepting movies that didn't line up to her values and she said she made a um, a vow to herself and to the Lord that she'll never do that again uh, she would never accept something this was prior to Black Panther that she would never accept something that that didn't line up with her values. Mm -hmm. And she would say no. (laughs) And here's the other thing that just blew me away. While she was sitting there, the interviewer asked her a question and about how good she's doing and things like that. And she turned the table and she began to start telling the interviewer how God has blessed her and has anointed her. Yes, she said that, anointed her to do the work she's doing and how she helps people and brings great joy to people. And I mean, it was like tears welling up in her eyes and the the um, the host's eyes. And then after she said that, she said, now hold up, that was the Holy Spirit speaking. (laughs) She said that and it just blessed my heart to see, first of all, a young woman on TV in front of the world uh, acknowledging the Lord, acknowledging the Holy Spirit and not being ashamed of who she was in Christ Jesus. See, that's what I'm talking about. 
And that's where God wants us to be. We're going to get people that are going to reject us because of the truth of God that we stand upon. But that's okay. The values that we stand upon. So get ready for it. And and just like Queen Vashti did, she had to say, no, no more. And there comes a time, just as this amazing young woman, Letitia Wright, said no, turned down roles that did not represent who she was. What about you? This is your day. This is your day, no matter what you've been through or how you've done it in the past, that's behind you. It's time to embrace the new and begin to turn down things that God never intended you to be a part of. Even things that are good, that are not hurting anyone. But God is saying, that's not for you either. Because when you do that, and this is something he told me, I'm I'm literally blocking the things that he's got there for me because now I'm giving my attention to that good thing that's not a God thing. (laughs) So understand that and understand that, that God is with you. He will provide for you as you obey and do his will. Now, if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him, from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. And share the messages with others. I think I said that. Yeah. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation skills, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Please partner with us and become a donor, volunteer, pray for us. We appreciate you so very much. Thank you so much for your donations and all that you do. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.